You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in on episode 29. We have looked into a lot of people's packs this series, from professional snowboarders to professional skiers, photographers, filmers, backcountry guides, and more. I'm very excited to find out what is in our next guest pack. So let me introduce episode 29's guest that we will be dropping in with. She competed for Great Britain at two Winter Olympic Games. She's a snowboarder. In 2013, she became the first woman to land a backflip in competition and then went on to do the first cab double 900. She is freshly retired from competitive snowboarding. She's a broadcaster and a qualified yogi. She's no stranger to Korea, having competed there in 2018 at the Winter Games in South Korea. And then she ran her first marathon in North Korea. Don't worry, we'll get more into that later. This daughter-sister friend, Olympian yogi, broadcaster, all-round athlete, might have more energy than me. Let's find out what's in Amy Fuller's pack. (laughs) Okay, Amy Fuller, are you ready to drop in? I have never been more ready to drop in, Mercedes Nickel. (laughs) number one on rapid fire how are you feeling about your recent retirement honestly I feel a bit relieved um and also kind of excited because it's the start of a new chapter you know I've been snowboarding for a very long time and I'm looking forward to going up into the mountains and um enjoying it and not having to put a bib on no pressures to drop in in minus 40 in Quebec you know that's a good feeling (laughs) that's that's from the that's that's the real truth (laughs) yes it is now you just get the soul board every day like I do it's amazing the dream the dream and number two you went to school in Hollywood true or false I did go to school in uh, it's very true. I went to school in Hollywood for two years, but um, it's spelt Hollywood, pronounced Hollywood, and I went to the same school as Rory McIlroy in Northern Ireland. So not the real Hollywood, but a different Hollywood. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. It's a small town, um, good people, good vibes. It's for sure home. Love it. Number three, would you rather be... At home or on the road? Ooh, tough question. Um, I think I've spent so much of my life on the road, well, the last sort of 12 years. Um, so the last year, it's definitely been more still. Um, and I've really enjoyed the stability and being able to have a routine. And uh, it's kind of been nice, but I'm getting itchy feet now. 
Yeah, I think everyone is. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> Number four, you're the second snowboarder that I know has visited North Korea. Austin Smith wrote an article about snowboarding there, but you weren't snowboarding there. You were doing your first ever half, oh, full marathon. How dare I say half, full marathon. <laughs> what was the biggest takeaway there? And would you ever go back? biggest takeaway was um sport and the power it has to bring people together like North Korea really is a very unique and different country and I really found that sport was like the common language that allowed us to connect with the people of North Korea in terms of going back I don't think I'd rush back unless I was given the opportunity to go and help support and give back to a community there. Um, I, I wouldn't go for, for tourism. Yeah, cool. What a wild place to go. What an opportunity to. Um, do, if you're listening, do watch that um, Vice video. There's like a shorter one and then a, like a 40 minute episode. Very, very interesting yeah. and cool. Highly recommend it. Number oh, five. Nice. <laughs> Number five. You do a lot of sports. I'm going to make you yeah. choose one of the two here. Would you rather bike or run if you are at home just trying to be active? Um, if, if I was just chilling at home and I was on my own, I'd probably go for a run. It's like a little less faff um, and I could just get, you know, get kicked on and go. There's a lot of freedom with running and I think that's why I'm attracted to it. But I was going with a friend, I'd probably get on the bike because it's a great way of chatting and you can go for ages. I do have a question. Do you ever bike in the country in England? Because the roads there are so small. I would be worried about the fast zooming cars. So right. Um, occasionally, if we do like events or we go on big rides, we will, because I live in London, you yeah. end up in the country and the roads are so skinny. And literally it's just like, hedges and cows and yeah. cows <laughs> um and, and you know what it's a little bit scary but you can hear because it's so quiet you can hear if a car's coming right. so i think you're just gonna be like super alert and like pull in like really pull in if you hear a car coming yeah wild so wild I, I'm my parents are both English, so I spend oh, a lot of time okay. over there. We were almost teammates actually I almost switched over a couple times to to the UK. <laughs> We could have done with a half-pipe rider. <laughs> I know, but then the games ended up being in Canada in 2010, and I was like, oh, that would be weird to go for the UK. Anyways, <laughs> number six, you went to Mount Hood. I have a question. Did you go to High Cascade? Yeah, High Cascade 2007, I think it was July, changed my life. That, I know. That I literally wouldn't be chatting to you now for sure if it if it wasn't for me going there. Crazy. Yeah, that, that was like the heyday. I might have been coaching down there at the time. That was like no way. Yeah, that was my summertime job, I guess. But I also just was there to ride half pipe so that I could. Um, best place ever. Loved it. And Honestly, I would love to go back there. Like to me, I've just got the best memories from that week and I've never ridden there since which is crazy yeah because I was crazy. like a, a kid on the camp and uh 
Yeah, I mean, Erin Comstock, big shout out. That woman changed my life, for sure. Yes, so cool. That's um, that's where a lot of writers actually got their start. Um, like, all the diggers are now, like, you talk just all the boys in snowboarding dug dug out the half pipe there and like it, it was it's such an amazing stomping ground it has changed a little bit now though um because the two camps have joined together which is pretty wild all right number seven you've been a guest on questions of sport and you named a lot of athletes and it was funny i i watched part of it and um I think Jamie Anderson was one of them. And then Spencer O'Brien was one too. Yeah. Are you just a sports fan and you know everyone or what's going on? <laughs> um, so I, I like sport. I, I do like sport. And I think with, you know, where I want to go next in broadcast, just got to have your eyes across the map, right? And um, I don't know, the questions that came up, I knew the answers and <laughs> I don't know how, but I mean, from tennis to, you know, obviously the snowboarding, there were two snowboarding ones and it's relatively easy to get those right. Yeah. Um, you know, cause it's my sport, but yeah, I was, I was shocked, honestly. Um, and it went, went really well and some, some positive stuff has come off the back of that, which, um, is amazing. I think it's a real testament to just, you know, if you do get the opportunity to do these shows, to just go on and be yourself, you know? Totally. I mean, you have the best personality for it. It's it's awesome. And people love to see your face. So. It's great. Oh, nice. <laughs> Num, I know. I was going to – I'm going to add in an extra number, an extra rapid fire in here after this. <laughs> number eight, backflip or 360? I mean, backflips are just so much easier. I don't even care if, like, the, the snowboard industry want to give me some abuse. There is no better feeling than doing a laid out backy. It's just, just feels good. All right, the back three or any front three might be more technical and front three, when you get it right and you get the stale grab and the tweak, like, and it comes down nice on your toes. It's a good feeling, but back, it's a crowd pleaser. And that's my personality. Just roll with the good vibes, right? I love it. So good, so good. Number nine, you are English, darling. Have you met any of the royal family? Uh, yeah, I have actually. Um, I've met, well, I've not met the queen, but like you see where that picture is behind me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've literally got a photo of me with the queen like there and I'm like, <laughs> um, and then I've met like Camilla and Charles. I've been to the, and after the Olympics, you get invited to uh, the Queen's garden party, which is pretty cool. So, oh. you know, if you like Victoria sponge cake and scones and a cup of tea, um, it's definitely the place to go. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. I know every country has their own different thing that the Olympians do after the games. We now go to um, the parliament and get to like, go into the Senate and everything, which is really cool. I'm oh, sure it changes cool. all the time, but um, yeah, it's, it's such an honor to be part of that. It is, it is. <laughs> Number, okay, here's the uh, random one that I wanted to follow up that I'm adding in there. Um, would yeah. you ever go on Dancing with the Stars? Oh, so we call that uh, Strictly Come Dancing. Um, 
you know, honestly, Mercedes, I'm so bad at dancing. Like, <laughs> literally, my nan, my nan takes the piss out of how bad I am at dancing. She's like, you literally have two left feet. I, I did gymnastics for two years, 10 to 12, and some reason I ended up um, a part of the display team. So you tumble and you dance. Yeah. And my nan used to say, just like, you were just so out of time. And my <laughs> nan is my biggest supporter. But I honestly think, like, through all the support my family give me, I think they'd love it, but I would be an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I, Why not? I will watch. I will somehow stream it into Canada and watch. I love it. Okay, last question. You're um doing a thing on your Instagram um TV, lockdown lowdown. Do you have yeah. a favorite moment from that so far? Um tell you a funny moment probably was when Sky Brown um showed me some of her workout tips and uh she literally got her skateboard and just like went back into a, a bridge a wheel oh but and um yeah like with her hands on the trucks with the skateboard and i tried and it just really really didn't go well so we spent about 10 minutes with her trying to teach me to do that and that was pretty special you know like she's she's she is amazing um and, and you know a pioneer of um, you know, the, the young up and coming female yeah. skater. So that was pretty ace and just fun. Um, and then probably um, learning to floss with Tom Daly, um, who, if, you, if you're British, you may, well, most British people would know of him. And, you know, he's an icon and, and, a, and a fantastic ambassador for UK sport. Amazing. I'm just like, wait, Sky's like thir- 13 or 14. Yeah, I mean, you should have seen me, Mercedes. It, it was a disaster, honestly. I was, like, rolling I'm, around on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to go watch it on your um, Instagram TV. That's hilarious. I just, like, a 14-year-old is just so much more bendy than, like, me. I'm 37. I don't even know that I would attempt it. I've had broken so many ribs, they'd probably re-break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think that was my problem. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Thank you so much for doing the rapid fire. Now we're going to get into what we're here for and find out what is in your pack. I know you do a plethora of sports, as I said earlier. So it's really your choice if you want to go into like deep dive what your competition pack used to be or what you take biking or what you take running or what you take traveling. It's up to you which pack you want to choose. You know what? I'm going to go like, can I go with like a general travel suitcase? Yeah. I like okay, that. Cool. Um, I feel like your general travel suitcase is, you know, you've got to get it right. But the problem is more often than not is you always pack too much and yes. you just don't need the stuff. So I think it's really about stripping it down. You need two sports bras but they have to be your favorite often i end up bringing five and i'll wear the same one for a week and just wash it in the sink so sports bras they've got to be good they've got to be supportive you know wait is this your Uh, like your carry-on travel bag or like your big travel bag oh sorry big travel bag is that too much no i can't wait we've never gone this big bring it (laughs) um but i'm i'm doing the strip down uh, professional packing, professional packing. This is what I'm going for. Um, 
you want travel shampoo and conditioner because more often than not, wherever you're going to turn up, they may or may not have the conditioner or shampoo. But what you don't want is to bring, you know, a big bottle and then you've got to lug it there and then you get there and they're giving it to you for free. So always err on the side of caution. Sun cream, essential, especially for the face if you're in the mountains. Um, at least five pairs of knickers because anything can happen and you can wash them depending on how long you stay. Um, one pair of jeans. You don't need more than one pair of jeans. Two pairs of sweats, a hoodie, couple vest tops, and then a couple like long, just long sleeve tops that, that can be like altered for whatever. So if you're in the mountains, you're going for a run, I could pretty much wear this top to dinner, but I could also wear it running. So I think clothes that are hybrid. Uh, snack wise, if we're going athlete vibes, um, always a bit of porridge, because depending where you where you are in the world, if you're in China, you can't generally get porridge, just mm. in case you're going to China. Um, a bit of coffee, porridge, coffee, and a couple of tins of tuna, and you'll be gold. And hair straighteners. And a hair straightener. I know. I was like, how do you keep your hair? So I would bring my hair straightener with me everywhere and never use it because I was like, I don't want to blow this up. I would be the person <laughs> to blow it up. So my hair just was like bad all the time, but whatever. <laughs> I've not, I've not, I've not, I've not blown a pair up yet, but I mean, there's still. I know, but you have time. the UK kind, so you're fine over there. True, true, true. true. <laughs> it's different being Canadian. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Okay, so something I do on here is I do a quick roundup of what we've discussed in our short time together. You prefer backflips because they're a crowd yeah. pleaser. Yeah. You might not be able to do a bridge while holding a skateboard, but a 14-year-old that is an amazing skateboarder definitely can. They are a lot more bendy. Um, I do appreciate the, I would normally pack like five sports bras as well. Um, but two is this, the right answer. And one pair of pants. A lot of people make that mistake. I'm bringing like so many pairs of pants. You don't need them. But you did put in there two pairs of sweatpants. Are we talking tight sweatpants or baggy sweatpants? Shall I show you? Yeah. Look, so these are like oh, those- hybrid. Okay. Oh they're, yeah. They're like they're like stretchy, so I could travel in them, but they're like sort of slick, so they don't yeah. look too trampy. Um, <laughs> so they're a good hybrid, and then with uh, a cinch like, at the ankle. Yeah, they're not yeah. really sweatpants. They're more like khaki stretchy pants. Yeah, but they're sort of are, and then a pair of like like traditional jogging bottoms. You know. Okay. That like you see guys wearing and you're like, mm, I don't know that you should be wearing those out in public. Yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> no, but when guys do, you're like, I can see everything, man. Like everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I am a lover of the snacks and I appreciate that you bring porridge with you. I used to do that as well. And then I started um, bringing those like kids food smoothies in the pouches. Do you know those? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. that's desperate. <laughs> yeah, but they're so good. It's like you don't have to make your own smoothie. They've made it for you. Uh, coffee. Are you a coffee lover? Yeah, true. I, I, I am. Yeah. Um, I actually have my own coffee brand called Fuller Beans. And I've got a full scent blend. Oh, my um, gosh. 
Yeah, basically through the years of traveling and being so reliant on awful coffee, I was like, I need to do something about this. And at least, if nothing else, provide myself access to all the coffee I want. So (laughs) that was a primary reason. Oh my gosh, Amy Fuller, thank you so much. What can you let the listeners know that you're up to this season? Where can they find you? Yeah, 100%. Uh, you can find me on the gram and it's A-I-M-E-E underscore Fuller. Um, got quite a few things. Um, oh, you lost me there, didn't you? <laughs> got you. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram, Amy, A-I-M-E-E underscore Fuller. And yeah, I've got a few things up my sleeve. A little bit of snowboarding on the cards in the next few weeks. Fingers crossed, all being well um, with all things COVID. Um, and then, yeah, I've got got some other stuff up my sleeve. So just going to watch the space. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we will be following you on Instagram to see what's going on. And as I said earlier, check out her Instagram TV for the um, lockdown lowdown. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. The lockdown lowdown. For a little. If, uh, if you want any inspiration on how to stay on track throughout the madness, I've spoken to about 30 athletes in the UK for their insights. And you'll be glad to know they're just the same as the rest of us. They all make banana bread and they love a routine. Yes. Amy Fuller, thank you so much for dropping in with me today. Thanks for dropping in. If you want to watch this podcast, head over to YouTube. Follow Dropping In on Instagram and Facebook at Dropping In with Mercedes. Thank you, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro voice. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.